necessarily offer better. In his younger days, Gabe had believed that something sweeter existed, just beyond the next bend in the trail. But after thirty-three years of disappointments, he'd finally come to accept that it was a grim old world, and a goodly number of folks who walked the earth with him were as hard put to find happiness as he was. He didn't look back as he left the shabby enclosure and stepped out onto the landing, which was sheltered only by a shingled roof that connected the brothel rooms to the tavern next door. A nice bit of civility, Gabe thought with a grimace. The fine gents of random Colorado could frequent the bar, have a few social drinks, and then sneak like thieves in the night to the upstairs rooms, where all semblance of respectability vanished as they unbuckled their belts. Then, of course, to avoid explaining the expenditure to their wives, a lot of them tried to cheat the whores out of their fees when it came time to pay. That was a fine gentleman for you. Long on looks and short on honor. Now that Gabe came to think of it, he didn't take it as a compliment to be compared to one of the bastards. He stood in the landing, staring at the snow falling just beyond the boardwalk. The flakes melted the instant they landed on the packed dirt street, but judging by the thickness of the downfall, Gabe guessed the ground would be white within a couple of hours. The upstanding citizens of Random would be pleased to get snow on Christmas. Personally, Gabe thought snow was about as much fun as chiggers in his boot socks, but then he'd never really celebrated Christmas properly. He'd glimpsed the festivities only through windows, and the way his life was playing out, that was how it would stay. No decorated tree, no wonderful smells coming from an oven, no gaily wrapped gifts. Gunslingers didn't get to enjoy things like that, and he'd learned long ago to curl his lip at all the falderall and pretend he wanted no part of it. As he started down the steps, he heard a whisper of rushed movement under the stairwell. Stopping dead, he hovered his hands over the butts of his colts before he continued down the steps. As he neared the boardwalk, he grasped the railing to vault over it and dropped to the ground beside the staircase. On edge, he leaned low to peer into the deep shadows, not yet illuminated by light of day, still an hour or so away. Narrowing his eyes, Gabe quickly made out a huddled form on the ground, a ragamuffin boy who sat with his thin back pressed into the corner created by the two exterior walls of the tavern and the brothel. The child clutched his arms around his knees in a pitiful search for warmth. Memories blackened Gabe's mind, for he'd spent many a cold night as a small child under the stairwell that led up to his mother's room, a room where she'd been nice to the gentleman, frequently abused for her trouble, and more times than not, had earned too little to feed her child, let alone herself. To this day, Gabe had no idea what kind of sickness had taken her. He'd been, what, five or six when she died, much too young to understand death without some adult to explain it to him. A man in a black frock coat had tromped up the stairs, followed by two male helpers, 
and they had carted Gabe's mother away on a board, her body covered by a sheet, one of her arms dangling. Gabe could remember yelling out, Where are you taking my mama? And the man in black, whom Gabe now realized had been the undertaker, turned to say, She's gone, boy. Gone? Gabe could still see his mother, her slender arm and delicate hands swinging like a wet rag. What did gone mean? How could she be gone when Gabe could still see her, plain as day? Nobody had visited Gabe's shadowy, damp hiding place below his mother's room to explain that his mother had died. Over the next few days, an older prostitute named Pris had occasionally tossed him a hunk of bread, saving Gabe from starvation, until he'd...